0: The Come Again podcast tackles emotionally triggering content and contains words like fuck, sperm, masturbation den and
1: beast with the two backs. Listener discretion is advised.
0: Myself together, you are right in the door, just like you've done before, and wrap my heart round your little finger. Here you come again.
1: Welcome, come again as to come again, the only podcast dedicated to IVF from a male perspective that doesn't include some awkward questioning of doctors. And of course, welcome as always to some very, very lost and confused Dolly Parton fans <laughs> uh, who are there just for the theme song. Yeah. I am Jacob Aldridge. With me as always, Kurt Sanders. Welcome back, buddy. Thanks, mate. Good to be back. Good to be back. What have we got today, friend? Yes. Well, do you want to uh, share? Yeah, so I'll share. Gone, on, like...
0: uh... oh, I said, I love you. Um, today's beer is the almighty Newstead Brewing Co. Pale Ale, out and about, and um, uh, full disclosure, my office is across the road from this brew bar and it's, uh, you know, it's good gear. It's good good to be across the road from a brewery that uh, gives the fresh stuff
1: daily. It uh, It is a top quality. When uh, when Harmony went, my beautiful wife, she had six weeks in Europe when we were first starting out. Uh, I think I may have shared the, the story and the rules, which were, you know, you're allowed to come back six weeks pregnant and you're not allowed to come <laughs> back two weeks pregnant. Uh, and to to somewhat celebrate, when she got on the plane, so she was going to be out of action, out of communication for a while. And we'd spent a fair bit on that trip, still cheaper than the IVF that was in our future. <laughs> but I thought, <laughs> fair's fair. Ding, ding. Fair's fair. So I took myself down to the Newstead Brewing Co. And I, I had a very luxurious and long afternoon (laughs) by myself. A rambunctious session. And I did, I pulled up their their menu. They've got the quality stuff that they brew on tap and they've got quite a a varied collection and I bought the most expensive bottle of beer that they had. $50 bottle of beer. Oh, shit. I thought, I'm going to be the guy who once bought a $50 bottle of beer. Yeah, And I did. It was sensational. Yeah. It was, it's a bit like, you know, you spend $50 on a bottle of wine, you think you're going to get a shit bottle of wine. You spend $50 on a bottle of beer and it feels expensive. Yeah. But this was, it was a big, it was like diesel, just drinking this, and it was like a dark beer oh, made by like blind nuns on an <laughs> island off Sicily or something ridiculous. Right, the best was, kind of nun. And it took me probably two hours to get through that bottle. Yeah, full uh, on. So it was well well worth you the $50 for, yeah. for the bottle of beer.
0: That's good. Just quickly before we move on, mm. have you heard of Brew Dog, the brewery Brew Dog? I have. They're yeah, uh, they, Scottish. They are Scottish. They've got a brewery here in Brisbane. Um, but they actually, I think they still have the claim to fame about having the, mo- the strongest beer in the world. And, yes. And they, saw, they served it in a taxidermied Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's epic.
0: You should Google
1: it. Google so it. Yeah. if you ever find yourself drinking <laughs> beer out of a taxidermied scroot, that could be a sign that you need to look at your choices in life and give up.
0: Yeah, or oh, oh. Oh, you
1: see? Boom. Kurt knows where this is Fuck, going. Fuck, I
0: was just going to try and segue this somewhere. And I, I did it.
1: I have done it. I have done it. Because yeah. today I want to talk about perhaps the toughest part of IVF mm. without diminishing the miscarriage that you shared with mm. us last time and a lot of the other challenges that we've talked about, but the conversation, how you have the conversation mm. and the decision about giving up, stopping fertility treatment.
0: Yeah, and I actually think, like, to your point, I do appreciate that you said, um, you know, not to diminish the experience, but I can categorically tell you it is harder to have that conversation than it is to go... Th- like, the miscarriage we went through is horrifying mentally. The conversation to give up yeah. on, on... IVF, or just it's not giving up on IVF. You're actually giving up on a family. Yeah, on your own family is is oh, it's a heartbreaker. What t- take me? What was your sort of well experience?
1: And which we've we've shared. We know that that my beautiful wife and I were ultimately successful IVF round nine. We, mm. we did manage to to get pregnant, have a baby. So we we never faced that black dog in the face and, and yeah. had that specific conversation. But we did certainly start to get to the point. And our rules, because it came up every time we kind of finished cycles, we'd run out of eggs or embryos, mm. you, you do kind of have, have the conversation. You sort of, you have to, you owe it to each other mm. as a couple to, to have the conversation. Our rule was if either of us wanted to uh, give up, then we would give up. Right. And I, I don't know if that's the right one. The alternative is if either of us want to proceed, then we would proceed. Sure. Um, I don't know if there's a better or a, a worse kind of thing. It, it ideally is a decision that you come to mutually and together. Mm-hmm. The reality is it's it's going to be shit either way if you don't 100% see eye to eye. Because mm-hmm. if, if I put my foot down and said no more, then am I – denying harmony that experience if she puts her foot down and says i want to do more and drags me into that how is that as an experience mm. if it's horrible if she you know the life and death situation that M faced that we talked about last time how am i going to feel if i i was the one who put us into that you know all of those things i don't think there's an easy way mm. to have the conversation i ultimately did to a degree put my foot down um uh, after seven rounds of ivf and we were going in again uh Possibly even actually, I don't know. We get, because of all the freezals and all of that, we ended up, we had nine egg pickups and we've had nine transfers, but they don't necessarily match up one for one. But at one point I said, I've got three more in me. Mm. I thought that was a bit of a an easier way. It's not, no, it's just kind of, let's set a deadline. We've got three more in, in me. Mm. And I was the one who wanted kids more than and harms. She was certainly wanting them by this point in the journey. Mm. Uh, and I think that made it a little bit easier. If I'm the one who wants the most, who drove us into the process, and then I'm the one saying stop it, that's probably easier. Uh, as it was, we got pregnant the second of those three rounds, so we got close. Mm. And I, but we never got to the point where we'd we'd run out. We had to make a choice about proceeding, and, and we decided not to. You had that horrific miscarriage and what you said was definitely, to quote you from our last episode, definitely the last round that you did.
0: Yeah, so um, I'll I'll preface that with actually a mate of mine. So it was the same mate who did that fucked up thing with the um, volume on the porn. (laughs) 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 So, um, and, and to be honest, I need to catch up with him because I haven't seen him for a couple of months. So I don't exactly know where they're at. But the last time I saw them, we actually had a very long conversation about this, about giving up. Now, I can categorically tell you that he was done. Yep. Without a doubt. he said out loud, I'm happy to do this, this one, but it's good because we've both decided that this will be the last one we do. Yep. And he said, it's funny, like, because now that we've both mutually agreed to that, um, I actually have this sense of relief regardless. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. look, he... Given he already had one, he's already got a little kid. Okay, so which helps. is helps, and she's a beautiful girl, and like not that that matters. Like you know, lots of families, you know, they have complications with IVF, and you know the children that they have can have disabilities. Or all those kind of it doesn't matter, right? Like he, he was blessed once already. Like he fully understands that he is extremely mm. lucky. So for him, this second round, or you know, giving up on this second run, even though they've been at it for three years and a few rounds he his thinking was like i'm just i'm fucking so relieved that there's an end in sight yeah yeah which um i'm 100% certain that his partner did not see it the same way <laughs> um but saying that like i don't want to talk for her because like she was the one going through it and you could tell just from talking to her like she if she wasn't mentally over it, she's definitely physically yeah. over it. Like she
1: terrific. horrific. And oh, year yeah. after year yeah. after
0: year, and she said her la- the last round that or the drugs she was taking for the round that they were going through at that time, she said had smashed her more than anything else. Yeah. So she had a shocking run, and, and just you could just tell she wasn't feeling good, wasn't feeling well. She's a lot of pain, and um but oh, I was sitting there smashing beers because <laughs> <laughs> it was a Saturday afternoon and he was just looking at me licking his lips getting yeah. alive with no I can't have those and um and and sort of bringing that to my experience was that in the after our horrifying miscarriage um I was de- I, like I was done before that I, I was I, I to be honest I was at that point I was just dragging along saying look if you want to keep doing mm. this I um, I'm supportive. Let's, let's, I love you. Yeah, exactly. Right, um, but and but also, like, don't get me wrong. I definitely had some terrible moments before that, saying, "I'm fucking done with this. I'm over it. Why are we doing this? Why, why, why?" And um, after that, I was definitely done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, you, yeah, you, you mm, lose a baby. Yeah. You have to go to McDonald's, yeah, and yeah, you like, discover that, yeah, you, you, you are yeah, know, life and death situation.
0: Exactly, it was a life and death situation and, and very close to death situation, which is fucked. And and that and and I discussed in the last episode about how it made it worse that I like having that attitude of like, um, like I'm you know I'm done, yep. but you like let's keep going. If you want to keep going, let's keep going. Um, and having that—that's the worst. Do you do you think
1: it's a the lot worst? Of, do you think a lot of guys fall into that trap? Uh, I, mean, I do You know, women tend to be the one in the relationship that wants the kids more often than the guys. Look, I don't
0: know, but I think the important one of the important things to take out of it is that don't do what I did. Don't leave your feelings, yeah. Yeah. like at the door. Like, not that I did. Like Emma knew I was done. She she fucking knew it because I'm definitely not backward <laughs> in that. But. If you if you're done, you need to act on it, and you need to agree. And, on well, that at the and very least, have the conversation. Exactly. here is how I'm feeling. Yeah, how all, I'm
1: feeling doesn't mean you should be feeling any certain way, and exactly I need to right.
0: share. That's exactly right. So, and and the thing is about that having that conversation can bring you around to a place that is like, okay, yeah, I'm done right now. Maybe what I'm saying is, is can we take three months off yeah. this yeah. and then let's let's go again? Because that's a perfectly good.
1: Oh you know, well, and that was something we did. You know, I mean, we spent longer going through IVF than I spent going through high school. You know, when you think about how long and painful yeah. the whole experience oh, is, you were yeah. the same. Yeah, uh, yeah. Have a have a break. Yeah, go on a fucking holiday. Yeah, just like to- not not because you're going to get knocked up in San Francisco, but no. just if you go, we're going to have three months, six months off. Yeah, we're definitely not going to be pregnant. We're not going to be on drugs. We're yep. not going to be hormones yep. up and down and all of that sort of shit. Yeah, and we can go to the beach for a week. And just relax and yeah. enjoy and reconnect as a couple because you don't want to get through the end of this process whether you get a kid or not. And it's like, who are you again?
0: Yeah, and what now? Yeah. Yeah, so you are absolutely 100% correct. And and, and it's saying that, and and I, I think it's the right way to go, but it is very hard in the moment to yeah. make that decision. Because Well, and, and
1: are you just delaying the inevitable? E- exactly right. Are you, are you yeah. just sort of hoping that in three or six months the other party is going to agree with you? Yeah, that's right.
0: So what happened with mm. us? When Emma... Had when we lost that one, and we had to have Emma had to get rushed in to have that last DNC to to clean out all the blood and the the, the, the hemorrhage and and the rest of the the embryo, um. A whole heap of uterine wall scraping. Yep. Whole heap. Yeah. of Uterine wall scraping, and what I can only imagine is a is a very tra- traumatic experience for the uterus, for the tubes, for yeah. everything. Like it was all very like. You know, like full of blood, or everything was inflamed, stretched, like mm. everything was fucked, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And I said to him, "We we, we got to give this a fucking break. Like we, yeah. I can, I, I mentally, I can't do this, but I don't think you physically should." And M, in her infinite strength, was like, "Get fucked. You know, <laughs> I, can, I, I'm fine." And um, whether that's true or not is irrelevant because she's just like she's a bit of a weapon anyway. Like she takes a lot of shit. <laughs> she, she's married to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's got a high <laughs> bullshit. You know, meet her. And um, anyway, uh, so literally not long after, M went and got her medicine pack again, her needles, and I was in no shape. Like, Em, to her credit, she saw that. Hmm. She started and she stopped.
1: So she starts
0: around. It was about, like, because we already had a frozen. Yeah. Oh Sorry, no, we had my gear was frozen.
1: Yeah. Had more okay. of mine. Yeah. So you didn't have an embryo sitting there. No, it was just no. Bits.
0: So, no, no, we actually, no, we, we didn't have an embryo, but we had an egg. Yep, we had a frozen egg that was unfertilized. Fertilized, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, but you still have to get things ready. Yeah, right? you still have to get things ready. I think that's fuck. I think that's right. Anyway, long story short, she went to start and she didn't. Yep, she she was like, or she did a day and was like, no, nah, this is fuck. Like you're in no shape. More to the point, I actually think she was probably in no shape either. Yeah. But you know, she was she was full of will. Anyway. Um, that was inevitably a good point to, to have that conversation about yeah. like, like what well, fucking hell, like what are we doing here? Like are we, are we really doing this? Like are we are going to keep going? Like you've just honestly been through one of the most horrifying experiences of your life. I'm not okay. Like I'm just mm. not. Um, and um, look, it's, it's a hard one because I'm talking about it now and had time to reflect and all those things. But in the moment I said I was done and M said to me, you've given up. Right and and you know what, I fucking had and yep. there's nothing wrong yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, that. But at the same time, I totally understand where she's coming from because it, like her being was like this thing. This we, I want this thing. Like I, I need this thing. And and
1: it's yeah, it's not. You're giving up on, the treatment. You're giving up on a family. The, the horrific. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're giving up on a family. Yeah. You're, you're, so, you are you are denying me of yeah. the opportunity to yeah, have a child.
0: That's exactly right. And and. And I like when I say it out loud like that, you'd like mm. you know, Em was literally saying you're you're giving up on us having a family. Um, I, I I actually have no resentment to that. Uh, she's right. Yeah, she was absolutely hundred percent right. I but I was also mentally done, and 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 also I think the thing that really pushed me there was that whole panic attack on the plane. Yeah, experience like and just you know I was just a I, I was circling the drain as far as my mental health do,
1: goes. Do you feel did you think it through did you process that yourself or was it just this this is a must like i just oh, i, I look, just know that d- i just no, know you see
0: i like to think that i was that complex and layered but what it was was a few months or maybe six months of already being slightly over it and then yeah. you get this moment it's yep. a punch in the yep. balls where you go fuck this i'm done so look the funny thing about this is, and I say I have this, I actually have this conversation with Emma all the time. Still, is that if it were, I, I, I kept saying to her, you would never give up, you would never stop, yeah, you would actually, ne- you would still be going You'd still right be going, now, yeah. right but yeah, which probably gives a good, good um, opportunity to, to talk about this whole uterine scraping thing, mm. right? So yeah. just quickly, so. Massive trauma happened to Emma's bits downstairs with this, you know, with this miscarriage and it was obviously a horrific experience. And then, you know, they do the DNC and they scrape the thing and, and it's scoring the, the, well, the and, wall, Well, and, right? and it
1: is, you know, Harmony had that a few times intentionally prior to a transfer. Yeah, they do it on it's purpose. A, like because you try and. It, and we talked about last time is, you know, the embryo's got to sucker punch the yeah. uterine wall to get through. The scraping, the idea is that creates thinner bits, mm. creates nooks and crannies where it can get stuck and give it a, a better chance to burrow in. And, mm. and so, it, it, from what I understand, I mean, it's it's a painful process in and of itself, let alone yeah. part of a full DNC. And, yeah, and, yeah. And so and
0: she was a bit of a mess after, mm. like you know, obviously. And 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 I, I, I say that physically, like mentally, we—that's a given. Yeah, <laughs> at this stage, six years. 10 IUIs, I'm going to call it six rounds or something, six or seven rounds of IVF, which were quite full on because we didn't always get something out of it. it. Um, By this point. Anyway, so Emma, and then after that she was like going to start and I freaked out and then she stopped. And then, so what happened was um, we were in a certain amount of cash in the Medicare thing and it was like near the end of the year. And um, Emma was like, I know we've got one frozen embryo or Egg, still, yeah. goes, but I reckon we should forget about it and go and do another collection before the end of the year. Like determined, determined woman, you know, like, cause she's like, you know, it'll, it'll be
1: cheaper. It'll be cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking healthcare. I mean, yeah, you know, any cheaper. American listeners yeah. wonder how we did yeah. it so cheaply, but yeah, that's it from, yeah, yeah, do something on the 31st of December in a year when you've gone over the Medicare threshold, so it's like half the price. Exactly right.
0: Now my, my head is at, fuck (laughs) this and i went and i paid for another round i was at work and i went i had a crisis of conscience i was like i am denying my partner the opportunity this opportunity and i was like and she said to me she said and that'll be it she said if we get nothing out of that we've got one embryo left and that's it she goes i'm done so i and like like to my point before i'm like I don't know if you mean that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, honestly, she, she, we have talked about it before, like, since. And she's like, no, I truly was done. Like, I was getting ready to accept the fact that we were going to not have children. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all good. And anyway, so I went and paid for this fucking round and I went and got blind. <laughs> <laughs> <I> well, think <laughs> of the money you just saved. <laughs> I know. I went and got shitfaced after work, <laughs> <laughs> and during this time, this was a drunken
1: time too. Well, and, so, and if it's towards the end of a year, that's like Christmas season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, it was
0: actually. Um, it, I, I'm going to call it as early November. Yeah, yeah. It was early. Yeah, it yeah. was so early. Towards I'll the, tell you the, why. Well, cup season. Yeah, that's right. So it was early November, and uh, anyway, so I got shitfaced, and and I'm not going to lie to you. I had this was inside I was like, fuck you're a softie. Like I can't believe you went you, and did this. Yep, yeah, you, and then
1: every fibre of your being Yeah, it was
0: against it, but you, you're like, you gotta you got it, you gotta, right? Yeah. You, I, I, I had to. And, and you don't uh, actually yeah. you don't gotta, but I had to. But yeah, it was yeah, it yeah, my I, choice, I, right? I, I, yeah. Anyway, so night on the piss. Got home. And Emma was like she's always been very supportive of my drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I keep talking like I'm going to an alcohol. I'm not. I'm, I don't have a drinking problem. But Alco-
1: alcoholics go to meetings. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm a drunk. Drunks a do dr- podcasts. Exactly. And
0: I won't give up on anything. But but um, anyway, so I got home and and anyway, um, we had a drunken shag on the couch
1: oh, <laughs> nice. when I got home that night. And um, which is always, to be honest, the the the, 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 the recreational shags. When you're going through IVF, they get fewer and farther between. Yeah, But my, are they wonderful. They're wonderful,
0: right? But I would like to just paint this point with the fact that I was drunk, exceptionally drunk. Like,
1: I I shouldn't have been able to. You were were jumping the turnstiles, (laughs) but really you shouldn't have been able to leap. You were doing a lust and thrust when you didn't have the emotional capability to do either. Right, right. So uh,
0: anyway, let's fast forward to the first test. At the Gabba, ah yes, Australia. I'm I'm gonna say it was Australia versus Pakistan. It was Australia versus Pakistan. Yes, Australia versus Pakistan. The reason I know this is because I was helping at the time to sell tickets to this thing, and it was um, and they'd had their best non-ashes ticket sales on the first day of the test. I'd just gotten there. I was with a whole heap of mates. I'd gone down, I'd bought some horrifyingly weak beer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, in plastic cups for way too much money.
1: Sex in a canoe. Yeah,
0: and fucking for some reason they're like, you know, tray? And I'm like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) They charge you, they ping you an extra dollar for the fucking tray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got these beers and I'm walking up the thing and my phone rings and I I like, I think I had three beers and I I put them sort of under one arm and I grab my phone and it's Emma. That's impressive. I pick up the phone and I'm like, What's going on? And she's like, "I'm fucking pregnant." <laughs> and um and and fuck, like so, I didn't drop the beer. <laughs> I didn't drop the beers.
1: Good man. Yeah. Good I man. I did not
0: drop the beers. Anyway, so I, by this point, I got back to the seat, and and I had my phone like on my shoulder, and and I've got fucking beers I'm handing out, and my mate halves is sitting next to me, and I'm like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm okay." Mm. No, actually, I know. I I said fuck off. <laughs> I said get fucked. And she goes, I'm fucking pregnant. She goes, this is this fuck. I'm fucking pregnant. And I was like, how many fucking sticks have you done? And she's yeah. like, three.
1: Were, Any- they, were they different brands? Because you know, <laughs> if it's a false positive, it could be an issue with the brand or yeah. the batch. You-
0: so anyway, so. My mate halves just sit there, and I'm like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh-huh. on the phone. I hang up, and I, and he must have seen it in my face, and he goes, "Are you all right, mate?" And I was like, "Yeah, Emma's mum's not well, mate. She's just she's been <laughs> taken to hospital." Um, and he's like, "Oh, I hope she's all right." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, it's fine. It's a bit it's unexpected." Fine. And and I fucking must have had the hundred yard stare all day because I just sat there going, "How oh. did this happen?" And I know how it happened. I had a drunken shake on the couch. Yeah, key. yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, so I literally I, I left the cricket. I fucking called that fertility specialist, <laughs> and I said, <laughs> "I said we are pregnant." And he goes, "How?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, which of the competitors? Yeah, how? Mm. And um, anyway, he goes, "Well, you got to come in tomorrow." Yep. And I was like, "All right." So we went in there, and he had a scan. And he goes, "Yep, yeah, you are fucking pregnant. There's no doubt about that." And uh, there's the heartbeat. So we were along. Well, it was it was four five weeks. It was five
1: weeks or something like it that. Was, yeah. w- which you know, and we talked about how lucky Harmony, my beautiful wife, was. We discovered the natural pregnancy be- only because we were doing some blood tests to see how her body was going, recovering for another round right. of IVF, because right. her menstrual cycle was very very irregular, unpredictable. Um, you know, and so we would not have discovered that otherwise. Uh, yeah, it's not the sort of thing that you're going to be. Expecting. (laughs) I fucking was not expecting. I'd be very curious. We might even ask her one day what M's mindset was to actually go and pee on a
0: stick. I fully expect her to be in this room talking about this because it's. it's, it's,
1: it, It is insane.
0: Like, it is actually after going through what you've gone through, right? So.
1: Well, and I do, yeah. And it was something that I flagged in that episode when I talked about that is that, you know, these people that. Just give up, and the next thing you know, we got pregnant. And so, on that night, fuck you, fuck you, fucking fucker, fuck you. Yeah, so, but this is the thing, right? (laughs) But the thing,
0: this is the problem is that people, you hear so many stories about people going, Oh, then we, we fucking gave up and then we got pregnant. Yeah. And it's like, people are like, oh, it's so common. And you're like, it's actually fucking not. There's three of you. There are three of you fucking couples around the world. It's actually just a really good story. That's why you hear it, right? Like, it's not common. It's not fucking, it's not relaxation. It's got nothing to do with that. The fact that my wife had a traumatic, traumatic miscarriage, reset things. She had the uterine scoring. The fucking tube, we said at the start I had this test that that a smidge of dye came through. Yep. The stars aligned and fucking the doctor, yep, there's a heartbeat. You're pregnant. And he goes, you're putting me out of business. And I was, oh, baby, I saw red. I was like, fuck you, (laughs) man. Fuck you. And, 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 and. I have a, a small anecdote about this. Um, but anyway, so yes, the the, the stars align. He said, mate, you've won Lotto. This should not yeah. have happened. Like, yeah, There's yeah. no way this should have happened. Like, You you, you guys cannot have children.
1: Like fucked tubes, yeah, drunk whole like, sperm.
0: Yeah, so like, and all right, so I would just like On to- On the couch too. Like
1: I bet him didn't <laughs> even put her knees behind her head afterwards. <laughs> How
0: could you even get pregnant <laughs> and <laughs> you know, put that up? That's what I mean. Like there was no yoga pose or anything <laughs> like that. It was more of just probably a feeling of disgust. Oh, you drunk. <laughs> you drunken bastard. But um, anyway, uh, so so we're pregnant. There's a heartbeat. There's no dark passenger. There's no fucking little hematoma, punch in the wall uh, yeah, motherfucker, yeah. little hematoma. Um, and anyway, and, and we sat down and he's like, well, look, unless there's anything else you need, like this is the <laughs> Pardon me, and I was laughing. Like I, I, was pissed off, but I was laughing, and uh, it was a. It was. I can't explain the emotion. Yes, it, yeah. was, it wow. was. It was angry, which is not hungry. It was happy, angry. But, <laughs> but, but, but I was just a bit cranky because he's like he. Anyway, so what happened was, just to wrap this up, he goes, "Well, you need to go and find a a, a doctor now." Yeah, yeah. Like the, I the, don't do the that. Next phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I I'm, I'm, I'm the starter. Yeah. not the. You guys are pregnant. You're gonna have a baby. And we were like, sure. Man. <laughs> anyway, so as I was fucking leaving, as we were leaving his office, he goes, oh, he goes, do you, do you like boats?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: And I said, oh, well, I've got a fishing boat. Like me and a couple of mates bought a fishing boat a while ago together and it's gone now because like, I'm basically not a boat owner, boat owner. But yeah, I had a boat. I, yeah, do I like him? I uh, sure, why not? And he goes fucking on his screen, on his fucking screen was boatsales.com.au and he's like, "I'm looking at this boat. Do you know anything about?" It? And I just, oh, oh. And I saw the amount. It was like 55-60 grand, and oh, that was right. that what was, I fucking paid for.
1: Did he call it the, you know, the SS Curt? Oh. <laughs>
0: I said to him, "Mate, I'll catch you later." And I like cuz if I'd stayed longer, I would have thrown him out of a fucking window. Oh, so, wow. anyway, <laughs> So, look, um, to conclude that story, I now have an extremely happy, healthy, 18-month-old little girl named Lottie. A miracle. Yes, you know, she or is. Or a, yeah. a,
1: a highly unlikely...
0: Yeah, product of a horrific Drunken miscarriage. Shag, and Emma thank Drunken you shag. for listening, Lottie. <laughs> um, but, um, but yes, yeah, so, and, and to, to really just wrap that storyline up, like perfect pregnancy, perfect, yep. perfect. Emma didn't throw it once. Wow. Not once. The birth was blissfully. Well, there's another one. Yes. Like yeah. for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> once I got there from my boat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah, that's like the conclusion for me, right? Like, that's, is it? No, it's not. Because <laughs> I'm still fucking stained from IVF, right? But, but saying that, that's why we're here. That's, that's why I'm happy to talk about it. Cool, because yeah. it's, 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 blokes need this support. They absolutely need it. But, um, what I would like to go into now, now that the audience clearly knows that I have a child and yes. I'm a father, and, and we
1: are we are both survivors and graduates. Yeah, and I didn't even,
0: different ways. I didn't even need to spend that money. <laughs> 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 See, I say that, but like there there is a story. I actually think there I, we could pluck a whole episode out of what it if if truly I, we got pregnant because of that that horrifying miscarriage. Yeah. yeah. Like
1: which yeah which I I mean that's how I would want to believe it happened
0: yeah but also like when someone comes up to you and says well well it sounds like it was worth it I was like oh oh. 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 fuck
1: you (laughs) no it's not no Karen it was not fucking (laughs) worth it
0: no Karen it was not but saying that um, we talked about giving up we talked about my pregnancy but. Oh, my 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 wife's pregnancy, our pregnancy. Um, the the fact, the thing that gets me about it is, is like I cut out all this grog. I've never smoked, so that whatever. You know, I did a bit of exercise to try and keep things for real. <laughs> and the thing that got my wife pregnant was a drunken asshole <laughs> on the couch.
1: And, and, but that's not the way. That's not the way. Like, you've got to... It's not the recommended No, approach. it's not the
0: recommended approach. So I,
1: if, if being a drunken asshole on the couch couldn't get people pregnant, we would have far fewer people in the world.
0: <laughs> we'll take a break and we'll come back with, uh, with the health aspect of things. And we're back. Uh, and we've talked about uh, giving up. We've talked about how I'm uh, the proud father of a little cyclone, 18 <laughs> month old cyclone, um, and how I had an extremely uh, booze filled shag to do it. Um, but that brings on the, the actual conversation about health and, yep. and, and fertility treatment. And it's, look, it is a thing,
1: right? Well, and the further you go into it, we, we talked previously about. The more experimental you get, let's try a different recipe of the drugs, let's try this drug, let's try that drug, let's do a uterine biopsy and send it to Valencia, Spain, all of that kind of stuff. and and, As well, the more you go into it, the more you start going, oh, shit, I've got to be a bit more careful. Mm. I can't just not drink... A couple of days before this bank bank room mm. i've got to give up grog for a month beforehand to make sure yeah. that everything's going well or i've got to stop drinking entirely mm. which i did you know obviously our, our wives will usually stop drinking mm. you know a little glass of champagne here mm. and there apparently doesn't make a difference but mostly you go kind of cold turkey and we went you know the further it went along the more those things became relevant so mm. we got a personal trainer um, we at one point did a shake diet to yep. just drop a few extra kegs. Um, mm-hmm. That was, I'm someone I have a very slow metabolism. I'll only eat breakfast and dinner most days unless a client buys me lunch. Bless them. Um, so I started. I was having two shakes a day. I lost five kilos in a week. Yeah, <laughs> because right. I just wasn't putting any yeah. any nutrients Anything. into my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. which was good and horrific at the same time. That's not a great thing for the mm-hmm. body. But you do this sort of thing. We were on shakes for. Three months? Yeah. And then you slowly kind of work yourself up. You have a, some greens and a little bit of chicken with no seasoning. Yeah, right. So it's like all shakes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, we were right. on three three meals of, of shakes a day. You know, medical kind of thing. You know, mm. it's not just going down and getting some... Yeah, sure. <laughs> we're not talking milkshakes. It's, it's a <laughs> 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 well, I'll have a caramel milkshake yeah, today. Yeah, How's that diet going? Yeah. Um, I'll have the number six. Yeah.
0: Yeah, right. And, yeah. and so, like, I know with, like, uh, you know, the doctors obviously say... You know, it's you're improving your chances. You're yeah. improving your yeah, chances yeah, yeah. if you don't drink, and, if you and don't smoke, yeah. if you do exercise, um, if you go on the shake diet, um, and all that information. Um, I think maybe one of the things to to explain or even the perception of it is we're talking one and two percenters, here. Mm. like, and, and this is what you're dealing when you get to this point. Yeah. Mm. Oh,
1: yeah. Every every little thing, because if you're throwing, we've talked about it with money. If you're throwing five six grand at this what's an extra 300 bucks if you're investing so much time and emotional energy in the, the mm. pills and the injections and all of this kind of stuff why not go and do acupuncture yeah why not try the Chinese herbs as well why yep. not do some of these things
0: yeah um, and, and and this is the thing like you, you, because I have hulk sperm it wasn't so bad <laughs> but but that's not always the case and it's not like it's not like if you've got like They call it slow sperm, slow swimmers. Like if if you've got lazy sperm, right? It's not necessarily that alcohol is going to fix that. It's just giving you the one percenter. Mm. It's like, you know, if you take away the alcohol, if you have a great diet, like... By proxy, you're going to be healthier Yeah, and you're just giving the things within you.
1: <laughs> what if I become incredibly healthy for no reason? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It's not a bad yeah. thing. But yeah, like it's it's at this point, I think people need to understand like if, if you're over 35, the chances they give you are minuscule. Yeah, yeah. Geriatric you're talking parent pregnancy. Yeah, what are you talking? Four percent, three percent, something like that. If you hit four. each each
1: cycle, and you know, yeah. obviously, even if you're doing it naturally, you're mm. giving it a few cracks a year, and those kind of things. Yeah. You know, so the the statistics can build, but yeah, you, you do not have a good chance of having a drunken shag and, and ending up knocked up. Not like you know, you're a no. teenage pregnancy That's
0: exactly right. So, so at that point, like the the reason you do those things is to give, like, you are investing some serious uh-huh. cash and money and emotional yeah. stress in this. You might as well fucking do it all and go and all and,
1: in. and you're googling constantly. Yeah, you're reading the research. Our fertility specialist was fantastic at bringing us new research, new and being very very clear about it. It's like this may not be making a difference, but let's give it a try. Or you know, there's some research. It's only small. Group, small sample size, Mm. it may help, it may not help. One of the big ones that I think probably did help us eventually get pregnant was inflammation. Yeah, so this is the interesting one. Take us through that. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of newer diet science theories around the negative impact that inflammation has on the human body. And the reality that, particularly in the Western world, we're experiencing fewer you know, dying of cholera at five and a lot more Alzheimer's, you know, old age diseases. And to what extent inflammation within the body may be causing some of those things. And I don't pretend to be an expert and a few years ago I probably knew a lot more. But we certainly went through the process of what can we be doing every aspect of our life to be reducing inflammation, getting rid of some of the potential causes. Mm. Uh, and, and in particular, so, you know, we talked about I only had the laparoscope, and they found some stuff on the outside, like a film, which may have been somewhat related to to inflammation. I mean, it, right, right. again, it's it's a one percenter. Did it didn't make a difference? All I know is that we had at least a one month period where every fucking meal was full of turmeric, because oh, yeah. turmeric is not any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you 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 try these things, and and yeah, the reality is you're not. You're not doing things that are going to harm you, really. You know, like I like mm. got a personal trainer, ate less food, yeah. stopped drinking. Yeah, you know that the the, the negative impact oh, of you, would, you
0: just started being a good person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, financially, it can certainly you know make a difference. Yeah. Um, we we tried acupuncture. The theory being, if one little prick won't get you pregnant, try ten. Mm. Um, that yeah, really, Emma em did. Okay. She she did heaps of acupuncture. She did heaps so of it was
0: like this specific like. It's this lady. I, I can't they're our her name. fertility Yeah, specialist, like she's a, yeah. like she was a she yep. specialized in women trying to get pregnant with acupuncture, like yeah. not with acupuncture. <laughs> 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 yeah. Through by yeah. and supported by. Yeah, yeah, like and there was like you know like a pre-transfer service. Like yeah. she would go and get this acupuncture and, you know, yeah. you know it, it's saying that, like she would come back fully like oh, relaxed the, and awesome and feeling good and, and then she'd go get this transfer and feel like she yeah, ended up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, um,
1: yeah. Acupuncture didn't really work for harms, but the thing that did was a qigong healer. Yeah, so, right. So, so what's that? So that's qi is the the energy flow and lines, lines yeah, through yeah. your body. and Which,
0: right, like to me, right, so I used to live with a naturopath and I was like, pfft, qi. Like, you, you know what they call
1: alternative medicine that works <laughs> medicine. medicine
0: yeah but um i remember her saying to me oh can i um practice some acupuncture on you and i was like yeah 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 for sure i'm, I'm curious mm. like mm. do it and and she did this thing on my hand and then she she put something somewhere and fucking from my finger through my arm to my shoulder i was like oh my god i can feel this thing she's like yeah chi chi line yeah Yeah, Yeah, yeah. which, I mean... Which, look, it's a nerve, right? That's what they're talking about. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: However, you want to, you know, I I don't pretend to be an expert. I know that this certainly helped. Yeah. How much it helped in a physical space, how much it helped mentally, how much was the actual energy work, Mm. how much was the just having a space to go for an hour, hour and a half, every week, every fortnight, and just... yep be
0: which brings me to that point about mental health like we're talking about mm. alcohol smoking exercise the shake diet information mental health is half the, the oh. battle right yeah, yeah. And, well, and i'm not you know. what i'm not talking about is just relax and it'll happen that's what i'm not talking
1: no about. no no but actually going and getting some support mm. from a a practiced medical mm. and, and you did yeah. that yeah, yeah yeah so take it take us through that so um the good the bad the ugly uh the, the good, our clinic actually included with every transfer, I think specifically, you got a free session with a psychologist who specialises in individuals and couples going through fertility treatment. So that was fantastic. It was a free service. Um, we did a bit of that, which was excellent. It was excellent to have somebody who knew what we were going through, who mm. worked a lot of people going through that specifically and who had this you know, tested medical toolkit for helping with our mental well-being, our relationships. So we did mm. some together, some of those free ones Harmony did by herself. And ultimately both of us ended up um, spending some of our money on working with her. Mm. Um, and partly now for me, you know, I'm a business coach. I, I invest a lot in coaching, training, support in a lot of different areas of my life. So mm. it, it was just part of who am yeah, I working right. with at this point. Um the Bad the ugly. so Harmony was able to get through her GP uh, and I, I don't know the exact terminology and it's possibly changed since then anyway but like a mental health kind of program, which is something that the Australian government mm. supports it it means that the the, private, the public health system here f- helps fund some of the costs of yep. actually going and support eight or ten sessions or that kind of thing, sure. which is fantastic. Mm. Um, you know, she, off the back of Zolodex, which was the down-regulation, that that's the, induced menopause. The fucked drug. Fucking Zolodex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she really went through a lot of rough, which was a physical reaction. Your brain is part mm. of your body. Mm. It's a physical reaction to the drugs. Doctor goes, fantastic, well, you can get this thing that'll make it cheaper. We can have some more sessions to support you through it. Which was brilliant. It was sensational. Absolutely helped. Gave us some great tools, some great theory and practice. When Harmony went to update her insurance, because she had been through that preventative program, the insurer we went to actually denied her. Like it was an exclusion in the the policies around like income protection, all of these kind of anything mental health related uh, was automatically excised. Is that because it was
0: a pre. Condition is that the because that
1: because she had yeah that was their theory that's you have that is fucked yeah yeah oh, oh that's fucked and I have I got a friend who who owns a financial services firm financial planning firm uh, and he's experienced that um, bushfire victims so he had a client who had been through some fires the government in you know trying to get there and support it said to all these people look there's this program you can go and get some help mm. and he was like well you know it's not costing me anything the government's you know, supporting you know, people are saying I should do it. I guess I have been through a shitty situation, I will. Mm. Goes to get uh, you know, life insurance, income protection insurance and the insurer carves it out. Fuck off.
0: That is in. Oh, God, I hate insurance. So you <laughs> want to talk yeah, about how much money we've thrown in yeah. insurance. Yeah. So
1: that I mean that's a that's a fucked situation. Mm. It's 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 exactly the same as, you know, the health system won't, you know, fund you to go to the gym, but they'll pay for your heart attack. In yeah, 20 years' time, yeah, you know, sure, it's just sure. the short-sightedness of a lot of policies and, and there's a topic mm. for a whole other podcast series. Mm. So mental health support, do you need it? Absolutely. Uh, is it out there? Are there people who specialise in men, women, couples going through fertility treatment? Absolutely. Yeah, right. I highly recommend those. Yeah, um, I
0: wish we'd done it. I, I really do. I actually was in preparation for this episode. I was talking to Emma last night about... Um, about Psychology and when we mm. were going through it, and um, and she, yeah, she, we both were sitting there going, I, we actually can't believe we didn't do it now. In
1: like hindsight, it's a beautiful what? thing, but but did, did you, did you know that was a choice? Like, you knew acupuncture look, was a choice, did you?
0: Yeah,
1: I, look, you know what?
0: It, it was a pamphlet, yep, it was one of many yeah, fucking of many, pamphlets, many, many, many. you know what it was, you know, that that's the way I saw it, and and look, it, I'm very much confess that I was willfully ignorant going into the into IVF and I got handed a thousand things. In mm. fact, I still get handed a thousand things a day from other work I do and I ignore most of them. Yep. So, you know, like yes, did I know? Probably. Did I think about it? Not really. Like not not at all. Yeah. to be honest, and and I was kind of probably of the thinking like, oh, we don't need that. We're we're okay. We're fine. And and we weren't. We clearly weren't. And Emma is. We were talking about it last night. As I said, and, and we both sort of said this is ridiculous. Like we cannot believe we didn't. Yeah, yeah. Which is as good a proof as any that go and go and use those services yeah. if you need to. You know, like not even if you need, even if you fucking have the inkling. You know, well, you, and that's you what, just, yeah. I mean, you just don't know what you are going to so, pick so up. So fantastic
1: right? for them to go look. Here is one free session. Like, nothing to lose, you know, that's not going to harm your insurance policy, that kind of thing. Uh, It was the specific GP referral that came later that that damaged that. Um, That's not going to harm it. There are options that aren't psychologists. You know, I've certainly worked with other personal coaches uh, and life coaches. Uh, My business coach touches on a lot of this, that and the other and she recognised, you know, much later on in the process that, yeah, obviously what I was going on from an IVF perspective Who's going to have a massive impact on my business. Mm. And so that was something with her tools and frameworks that, that we were able to discuss and, and work on. In actual fact, she was probably the first person I told that we were pregnant because mm-hmm. I had a session, my coaching session right. with her just after I got the phone call yep. from Harmony to say that, that she was knocked up. Uh, and you can't hide that from someone who's like, right, Tell me your deepest darkest. Everything is going on, and it's like, well, this is probably going to impact the session. Yeah. Um. So you know, it doesn't have to be a psychologist. Um, having someone who has experience with people going through IVF, I think, helps, mm. especially from the male perspective, because as we've been sharing for six episodes now, it, it is different. It is under supported, under discussed. Mm. Mental health for men in general is under supported, under discussed, mm. and so here's a great mm. opportunity to go and just. Have a chat, share what's yeah. going on. They'll ask a couple of questions. Tell them what you feel like sharing.
0: Yeah, and also I think one of the – look, I'm, I might make a, a gross assumption here, a, and I'm not saying that blokes are bad at seeking help. Like some are, some aren't. It's definitely not. You know, it's 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 it, it might be a taboo topic, but it doesn't it, necessarily mean it's a taboo. There's like, a reason action. we kill ourselves three to four times as often. Th- that's as we true. Do. That is absolutely true. But but. I think what blokes might need to understand about this, and this is—I have no data to back this up whatsoever—but, but, for us or for blokes, it shouldn't take depression or mental health issues for you to go and talk to someone about something. The label psychologist is a challenge for many people. They'd, for many blokes, they'd be like, <laughs> "I don't know if I could talk to psych." But the point is they're not you're not talking to a psych. They're just sitting there going, Well, look, here's a here's a framework that could yeah, help yeah, you yeah. think you about like this in that, a different way. What
1: are some things you could do or what are yeah. some tools you could do to feel yeah. differently?
0: Or even like just saying, I fucking I'm so over this IVF bullshit.
1: Having um, someone to share that with using yeah, your wife after a ex- few brews. That's
0: exactly right. So and it's not like that shouldn't be seen as a big deal, in my opinion. It shouldn't shouldn't be a hard thing.
1: I I remember something my my parents sharing a long time ago, probably when I was starting to date, that they had always gone and had couples, coaching, therapy, whatever you want to kind of call it. Again, different things, different parts of their life. And their friends were like, I can't believe you guys go and do that. You invest that time and money and you share, you know, why would you do that? You're such a strong couple. And they're like... Do you realise we're a strong couple because we're doing that? Yeah, sure. That sure. it is a, a preventative and supportive thing to have mm-hmm. those tools for you as a bloke, as a as a man, as a potentially as a father, as a husband, as an employee, as a business owner to mm. have some of those tools mm. so that you can talk about your emotions, not act through your emotions. Yeah,
0: and and that is so true. Like, cause like I can tell you, like my like in my head discussing, like, this is over. Like, I'm over the IVF. Was that completely...
1: It was me. It was all
0: me. Like, it wasn't anyone else going, all right, let's put this in perspective. Let's put this Mm. into a framework or let's put this into something that actually gives you some coping mechanisms or resilience or those kind of things so you know like, again and like that's a bad thing it's <laughs> a bad thing you can't you know you know it's so it's interesting like if anyone's ever gone through like anxiety issues or anything like that the odds are you can't fix that on your own like the odds are against you mm. in fixing that on your own why would this be any different like because th- that's what you're dealing with right yeah. like it's anxiety it's it's so, so taxing.
1: And at a time when the most supportive person in your world, which is normally your partner, is also going through something mm. and is often not necessarily the person you want to have these conversations with. I mm. mean, if you're thinking, do we stop? The, the money, you know, we, we touched on. Mm. Uh, thankfully, neither of us were in a position where we kind of felt we had to stop mm. because we couldn't afford to go on. Mm. But the reality of spending that money was something that weighed on on both of us. Yeah. How, if you're starting to have those thoughts, do you sit down with the love of your life and go, hey, I'm, I'm wondering, should we quit? Mm. If you're not sure, that's a potential bombshell to throw into that relationship. Mm. And yes, you can go and have a few frothies with your mates down the pub and have a conversation. But again, they're not trained. They may not know the experience. They may not be in a position to help there are people out there who will and when you're spending thousands of dollars what's a hundred bucks on a coaching session or a psychologist exactly right thirst therapy doesn't always work even though we do have a beard <laughs> not that I'm opposed over. to it
0: very good alright we've run out of time I have They're one gonna... more question oh, for sorry, you sorry I have one
1: yes. more question for you bring kind sir. bring it so we know that my beautiful wife and I can't get pregnant naturally two ectopic pregnancies sure. lost the tubes that kind of thing you thought you were in a similar position tubes mm. were fucked etc 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 Drunken shag, miracle baby. Do you need to have a vasectomy? I am going to. I'm
0: absolutely going to, which is probably a topic for the next podcast, (laughs) for the next episode. But yeah, it's a good, it is a good question. And, and, you know, this is probably, I don't want to, I don't want to get into too much about, like, I know I've talked about my experience a lot in the last episode and a half, two episodes. Um, that is it. It feels like another journey. Mm-hmm. That one, mm. yeah. So, I was I but was yeah, curious. I mean, his short answer is yeah. I'm absolutely going to get one, absolutely. And the long answer is long. Cool. That's Especially a car to talk about. Uh, come again, as thank you for joining us. We will talk to you next time.
1: In the quiet words of the Virgin Mary, come again.